What it do, all my crew? It's Alyssa, and I'm here to celebrate all of our dirt so that we can embrace our destiny. With a lifetime of filtering everything through religion, I'm here to share my confessions, talk about the dirt, and give you the tools that you need to move forward. So for the love of coffee, let's chat. This is your unfiltered podcast. Well, here we are, episode two of Unfiltered Podcast. It is 11 o'clock at night. The kids are in bed. The coffee has been poured because I have a very unhealthy relationship with a nice warm cup of coffee just about any time of the day. It is in hand, and the husband is next door working on a very exciting project. He is laying the tracks down for my very first single, Phoenix, a song that I wrote during one of the darkest times in my life. It literally is the song that got me through hell and is the very last bonus letter in the back of my book. I talk about how it came about, how I processed that song, why I wrote that song, and fingers crossed, I will be going into the studio tomorrow to lay the guitar track and the vocals down for it so I can release it into the world and humans will be partaking in something that is so near and dear to my heart. Speaking of that, I am literally looking at about 300 books that are still sitting here since the last podcast. Um, I will be signing these things as soon as I get through recording this one tonight. Signing as many as my heart desires because tomorrow I will be going live on Facebook with my crew and we'll be doing a live virtual signing party um, celebrating the fact that it is finished, folks. It is finished, something that I have been striving towards for quite some time. And I want to talk about that today. The title of this podcast is Start to Finish because the truth is, You can't finish until you start. And I had a very special guest today on my live Facebook. It was really fun. Um, We did have a couple technical glitches, but regardless, we had a great conversation. And she called me afterwards, my dear friend Shonda Tompkins. And, you know, she held my hand right alongside my parents during my divorce, during me picking up the pieces to my life and rebuilding a new future for myself. And as I had her on this morning, we started talking about what it looks like to navigate the middle seat. And I have a chapter in my book called The Middle Seat. You know, what it looks like to still grab a hold of promise even when life doesn't seem promising. And after we were done with our lives, she called me and we started having this private discussion about all of the things I've had to navigate even since I've gotten remarried, even since God seems to have answered a lot of my prayers that I have prayed for for a very long time, even prayers that I prayed over my ex-husband, the very thing that I desired for him to be, God has restored that and answered my prayers by giving me a man who is everything I prayed for and even more than that. But even still, there has been this middle seat um, of me finding my voice again, me finding my new identity, me finding my new role in a new marriage and a new ministry. And 
frankly, a new life, a new life that me and my daughters have stepped into. And, you know, when you think about it, so many of us are in this area of what we'd like to call the middle seat. And I think that the first thing we have to do before we can ever start is identify whether or not that middle seat has been a place where we've allowed ourselves to become stuck or if it's a place that we have simply stayed because God has asked us to wait out a season in our life. And so today it's all about starting in order to finish. And as me and Shonda were talking today, you know, she was asking me a lot of questions because even going into a brand new marriage, I have a confession time. I'm raising my cup of coffee right now to a confession that I am fixing to spill the beans, share the dirt, and throw it in the air like confetti. Guys, even with restoration in my life, there were so many areas of my heart that God was still restoring. And I think that people need to realize, you need to realize that just because God has restored an area of your life doesn't mean that there isn't healing taking place in other areas at the very same time. And as Brandon came into my life, I had this moment of coming face to face with some insecurities that I didn't even realize I really had and was carrying around with me for the longest time. And Shonda asked me today, she said, Alyssa, I've got to know, I've got to ask you, how are these areas of your heart? How have you been navigating them? I know you were dealing with insecurities. I know that, um, you know, you were trying to find your voice, your voice with your husband, because before Brandon, I was in full-time ministry. I have been in full-time ministry my whole life, practically. I'm a pastor's kid and have been a worship leader since the time I was 19 years old and have done all the stuff, youth pastor, kids pastor, associate pastor, um, janitor, you know, I've traveled, I've, I've stayed put at one church, you know, I've done all of the things. And, um, I did it with a husband for 10 years. And when that marriage shattered, I was having to find out who I was in ministry by myself. And then when God restored everything, I found myself with a man who had an international ministry in and of himself. And now I had just barely started getting my hand and my finger on the pulse of who I was alone in ministry for the first time and was launched into an international ministry with a man who was connected to people and was known and was, you know, leading worship on stages I've only ever dreamt of leading worship on. And it threw me into this really weird moment of insecurities and not knowing who I was and feeling like that I was losing my voice all over again because I was afraid that I was going to get hidden in the shadow of who Brandon Holt was. And I was so scared that Alyssa Holt was only going to be known as Brandon Holt's wife. And that terrified me because for all of my life, I've been able to open my mouth and preach and sing and grab a mic and not be intimidated and do the stuff. 
And now I'm finding myself on stages that I've dreamt of since the time I was little. And I'm sitting in rooms with people that I've only ever seen from a distance and heard their music from a distance. And here I am sitting with them. And these insecurities started hitting me that I'm not enough, that you're not worthy enough to sit in these rooms. You're not worthy enough to stand on these stages. You are not good enough to be married to Brandon Holt. And, you know, my husband, he doesn't see himself as anybody but just Brandon Holt. But for me, it was another level of ministry that I never had stepped into yet. And it caused a whole nother level of this middle seat experience. And for me, in that moment, that was a moment I had to recognize it wasn't a season of staying because God had asked me to patiently wait out a season. I was allowing myself to get stuck. And confession time, spoiler alert, for the first year to a year and a half of our marriage, I made myself sit in the middle seat and I did it to myself. My husband prayed over me. He begged me to step out more. He asked me to do more. He saw my purpose. He saw me preach. He saw me sing. He saw me lead worship long before we were ever a thing. As a matter of fact, we followed each other even when I was married to my ex. And so he had seen me operate in giftings and abilities and didn't understand why all of these insecurities were coming out all of the sudden um, after we got married. And I just want to encourage you today with the fact that maybe restoration has found its way into your life. Maybe your good thing has came. Maybe God has presented you with a business idea, an actual opportunity to do the thing that you've always wanted to do, the thing you've dreamt of doing, the thing you've prayed for forever. You know, doing these things with Brandon and having a husband like him who loves me and the girls so well and shows Jesus in everything he does. And um, not to say we're perfect, because my God, if you were in our house during our arguments and fights, you might be surprised. Um, We are a very unfiltered family, and we share a lot of our dirt and struggles with you because we want you to know, in the same way that I'm sharing this with you right now, that not everything is this picture-perfect, sugar-coated, lollipop, unicorns pooping rainbows life where you see the highlight reels on social media and everything is always hunky-dory. We've had to navigate some dark times together and I'll be discussing a lot of those times with you on this podcast, but today I want to talk to somebody who is discouraged because they feel like they're stuck in this middle seat and they don't know how to finish. Friend, you have to start before you can ever finish. You have to get up and do the thing that you feel you're called to do. And first, before you can ever do that, you have to recognize, is this middle seat a place that I am actually stuck because I've allowed myself to sit down and take on a mindset that I cannot move forward because of lies because of identity issues, because of trauma, because of insecurities, whatever the case may be, or 
Am I staying because God has asked me to patiently wait out a season? But today I want to talk to those of us who are stuck. And I want to read you a journal entry because as I sat down to do this podcast, I felt the Lord prompt me to go to my box of journals. I'm a journaler. You know, my book is full of journal entries, unfiltered, unedited. Every chapter starts out that way with some of the darkest moments in my life. But I felt led to go to my box of journals. And the very first journal I picked up and opened up, I just instantly had tears running down my face to see how far God has brought me. And I want to share this with you. I'm going to read it straight from my journal without leaving anything out because this podcast is unfiltered. And yes, I am that girl who reads straight from my diary. Congratulations. You found an epic channel to hear all of the gossip. Um, This is from August 9th of 2019. And it says this. Hello. Let me just be real. I have been horribly procrastinating with my book. I came to this revelation the other day that I think the reason why I keep putting off finishing the last bit of this book is because once it's out, it's out. All of my secrets, all of my intimate moments, all of my confessions, it will all be out. There will be no turning back or rewriting it or editing it or changing my mind. It will be done. And that terrifies me. Am I sure about all of this? Am I ready? Do I want people reading this information? What I realize is that it's not about what I want. The truth is that it's not even my story. It's all God. It's all his story. This book was totally inspired by him and his love and faithfulness in my life. It scares me, but I know this is what I'm supposed to do. My girls and I have been doing devotionals together every morning, and the topic lately has been about purpose. We've been discussing how we can use our talents and how we can steward them well. Today we discuss Joseph and how all the good and bad that he went through was used by God. It reminds me of how all the bad in my story is being used by writing this book, and I have to know that this is God. Unfiltered will become a movement, and it will change lives for Jesus. Today, I start to finish. This weekend, I will finish my book. Alyssa. Guys, I read this to you because I want you to see a real-life moment where I had to make a decision to start in order to finish. I had to literally confront the middle seat and ask myself, Am I allowing myself to become stuck because of lies and worries and doubts and second guesses? Or am I staying because God has asked me to patiently wait out a season? And I determined, no, this is not God. I'm not supposed to wait this out. This is the Lord. I'm supposed to do this thing. And today I've got to start in order to finish. And I want to encourage you today to take a look at your heart. You know, David says in Psalm that he daily addresses his heart, that he allows himself to truly answer, where is my heart at right now? 
how am I postured right now? Is my heart, and this is what I like to say, and when I'm mentoring people, especially with worship leading, I used to tell my team all the time when we would get ready to go on stage to lead worship, I would pray with my team as a worship leader and I would ask them, is your heart proud or is your heart bowed? Because before we can ever get on that stage and lead people into worship, we've got to realize how our heart is postured. And so in order to recognize where you're at with the middle seat, in order to ever start, in order to ever truly do anything that's going to get you where you see yourself going and lay out strategy and talk about vision and write it down, you've got to ask yourself, how is my heart postured right now? Is this middle seat a place where I feel stuck because I'm proud or is it a place that I'm staying because I am bowed, I am submitting to God in this moment and staying and waiting out a season patiently. But if you're in that moment where I was right here in this journal entry and I found, you know what, I am stuck because of doubts and because of fears and because of worries, I want to encourage you to challenge yourself to step outside of your comfort zone by addressing the unknown territory. You know, your fear can paralyze you and keep you stuck in a place for decades. I seen that happen in my life for so many years. For Brandon and I's first year to a year and a half of marriage, I allowed myself to paralyze my purpose and fear. I allowed myself to sit in the middle seat and remain stuck when Brandon and I could have been writing music, creating things, doing more for the kingdom than what we were. But because I allowed insecurity and doubt and worry and this identity issue of me not knowing who I was and where my place was because I was trying to find my footing with my new life, my new marriage, my new ministry, I allowed myself to stay stuck in a place that I don't think I should have been stuck as long as I was. And I would encourage you to step outside of your comfort zone. Stop allowing the unknown to paralyze you in fear in such a way that it keeps you from embracing your destiny. And stop allowing the dirt in your life to be the thing that holds you back. I say it over and over again. I'm going to continue saying it over and over again. And you're probably going to be able to say it with me if you continue listening to my podcast. The dirt in your life is not the thing that's keeping you from your destiny. Your decision to stay stuck right where you are is what's keeping you in the place that you're at. You've got to get your mind right. You've got to make a choice to move forward. you got to stop allowing the lie that you are not enough, that you are not valuable, that you don't have a voice, that you don't have connections, that you don't have what it takes to make that business endeavor work, to make that ministry work, to make that book become complete and successful, to make that music pop. Whatever it is that you are creating, whatever it is that you are endeavoring to do, stop allowing the lie that you can't to hold you back from the thing that you were created for. If Jesus is residing on the inside of you, then you cannot fail. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. And guess what? That even means you can do all things even when you're dirty. 
Even when you've messed up, even when you're navigating failure, even when you're sitting in broken places, even when something tragic has happened to you, you can do all things even amidst all of the dirt because of who is inside of you and how he empowers you. And you can rest in the knowing that it's not your job to make it all happen. It's just your job to start. You have to start in order to finish. And so I want to encourage you today to ask yourself, what am I doing today that I didn't do yesterday? How am I challenging myself today in a way that I didn't challenge myself yesterday? How can I shake myself loose of the fear of the unknown by stepping my foot into uncharted territory? For me... I woke up this morning writing on my mirror steps that I need to take to know that this month I can be better than I was last month. And I do these things. My family practices this. Brandon will write messages to me on our mirror and dry erase marker. I will write messages to him. We'll do it for the girls in their bathroom. They'll do it for us in our bathroom. And we're constantly reminding ourselves of who we are, what our identity is, that we are not the lie. We are not the dirt. Destiny was written in our dirt before we ever had a chance to be clean. And with God by our side, Who can be against us? How can we fail? It doesn't matter what area I'm trying to navigate. It doesn't matter what area doesn't amount up. It doesn't matter what area is still marked with dirt and still trying to be cleaned up. If I have God by my side, all things are possible. And I have to start in order to finish. I hope this encouraged you today. I hope that you'll get up out of bed with a little bit more pep in your step. I hope that you'll write something on your mirror that will remind you of who you are, that you'll put a mantra in the front of your mind that you keep at the forefront of your mind. If you've got to put post-its all over your house to remind you of your identity and what the word says about you and the kind of person you want to be, the kind of woman you want to be, the kind of man you want to be, the kind of leader you want to be, the kind of business person you want to be, the kind of creator you want to be, inventor you want to be, artist you want to be, whatever it is, then do it. Put stuff up everywhere. Put it on your fridge. Put it on your mirror. Put it in your bedroom. Wherever it is that you are that you know you're going to see it. Put it on the lock screen of your iPhone or your Android or whatever kind of phone you have. So when you open your phone up, you see that thing in front of you at all times reminding you of what it is you are capable of. Start today so that you can finish. Start right now so that you can finish. Stop waiting for later. Stop waiting for a future version of yourself to arrive in order for you to finally start. The time is now. Your moment is right now. Your life is right now. It is happening right now. You cannot rewind the clock in every second and every day and every week and every month and every year that you allow to pass you by because you have made a decision to be stuck in the middle seat. That is time you cannot get back. Start right now. Stop waiting for your tomorrow. Stop regretting your yesterdays. Do something with today. Let's do this thing together. I hope this encouraged you. I hope that you'll subscribe to this channel. I hope that these unfiltered chats will 
spark something in your heart to keep on going despite the dirt. And you know what? Let's raise a glass to the dirt in our life because it's worth celebrating.